and welcome to the Platinum Passport Podcast. I am so excited. I can't believe that our Platinum Passport Podcast travel team has been with us for a full year. Unbelievable. Wow. So welcome to our guest, Kathy Parsons, Andre Marable, and Scott Warren. They started this journey with me talking about fall and winter travel. And they're ending this journey with me talking about summer and fall travel. And there's nothing like the opportunity to explore and discover the planet. And so it is a great honor to have all of you all back again. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're good. Doing great. Yeah, enjoying it. Excellent. So we want to start off this conversation today Now that it's summertime and we're going to be transitioning from summer to fall, what are some ideas for summer and fall travel? Scott, I'll start with you. I know you represent the Virginia Beach, the VB world. What are some ideas Uh for our audience to think about as they consider summer and fall travel? Absolutely. Thanks for the question. We have the resort area beach, but we have the Sandbridge area and Chicks Beach, Chesapeake Bay Beach as well. So each one has this little different vibe. In the summer, we get we kick off with a lot of different events. The majority are free. The county part of Virginia Beach is popping with uh, fresh vegetables that are coming to market. So it's always good to take a nice little drive down in the summertime, escape the hustle and bustle of the resort area and the city part and just enjoy the fresh uh, produce out in the markets and uh, just getting out in nature and, and help supporting the farmers down there as well. So along with the resort opportunity and the beach, there's also the opportunity to go out and enjoy nature. And of course, to support our local farmers. That makes such a big difference. So Andre, tell me a little bit about some great ideas for summer and fall travel. One destination I love to go to during the summer is Chicago. Summertime shy, as they call it. Every (laughs) year, Chicago only gets like a few days of warm weather. And when they get those few days, everybody comes out. It's a very vibrant city. And it's just a lot of fun to be had in Chicago from, like Scott said, farmer's market to even concerts and plays. Also, I like Chicago as a major hub. So a lot of times you can find a direct flight from any location. Chicago is a walkable city. The transportation is pretty good. It's pretty safe. I know it gets a bad rap, but if you go out and stay in the tourist-like areas, you should be pretty safe. So summertime shy, I highly recommend it. I love that. And I have been to shy in the summertime and it was fantabulous. So I highly, highly recommend that as well. So Kathy, as we think about possibly international travel ideas for summer and fall, what would you recommend? For international, during the summer, the European cruising market is really big. So uh, Italy, France, uh, Spain, great time to be able to uh, check that out. And to be honest, sometimes you even catch better airfare to Europe right now than you do in some of the destinations here in the United States. You're seeing with the return of travel, People needed to get out and get away. I am astonished. The numbers that are traveling to Europe, uh, people, you know, they had to stay at home for long enough. They wanted to get out. But there are, you know, some deals to be had and some great, beautiful places to go to. But also on a local level, if you don't want to fight the European crowd, really great spot right now that's here in the United States is the Moab, Utah area. If you like the outdoors, there's a company, the Moab Adventure Company. They do whitewater rafting. They do four-day like camping trips where you can fly down, 
you can do whitewater and camping along the way, or they've got spa resorts that you can do horseback riding and do some hiking trails. So that would be another alternative to not going that far away, but still having some fun during the summer. I would like to continue to talk about this idea of budget-friendly travel experiences. As you all know, I really am such an advocate of traveling. And I think sometimes people feel like that traveling may be cost prohibitive, and then they use that as a reason to limit themselves from enjoying and discovering the world that we live in, having amazing experiences, connecting with people that are different or from different places. So I wanted to talk to all of you all about what are some ways or some budget friendly travel experiences that you might recommend that would be great experiences for our audience? Andre, this time I'll start with you. Sounds good. This is a good question because the cost of travel overall has increased quite a lot since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And one thing I recommend to people is kind of look in a two to three mile radius of your area, your current home base, to see if there's something that you can do that's drivable to save on costs. And sometimes you can find some great things to do at a low cost from, like we were talking about earlier, visiting a national park, going fishing, visit a local historical landmark. You could even go to another small town, spend a day there, cheap on a budget. So that's why I recommend instead of getting on a plane, going destination that may be six hours away or go to a tropical island, just look in your surrounding area. You really can find a lot of hidden gems just a couple of miles away from your home. Oh, that's great. Kathy, what about you? Anything you would like to add to that? Andre, this is very correct. The prices have changed. But like for me, uh, especially for European tours, I have one of my suppliers, Globus. They have three levels. I can pick a trip and you can do it in the luxury, you can do it in the moderate, and you can do it in the budget, the savers. So the difference is really just the type of hotels that you stay in. Same quality experience, but we do have the opportunity that can pick the trip that you want and match the budget that you need. Oh, that's great. I love that. Scott, what about you? One thing I'm really proud about our city is that they try to make it accessible for everybody. And, um, you know, summertime is our peak season. It's busy. Parking sometimes hard to find. But once you get into our city and, you know, find your parking space at one of our parking places, they have something called Freebie, F-R-E-E-B-E-E. And what that is, is a free ride within like a three mile radius in the resort area. Uh, There's an app you can download and it can pick you up and drop you off within the resort area. Kind of like Uber, Lyft, but uh, it's free. The city subsidizes it. And I think they just added, they start out with four vehicles and I think they're up to 10 now. So um, it's a great way to get down here to kind of enjoy uh, some other free entertainment we have is live on Atlantic from 15th, well, 17th up to like 25th Street. Nightly, we have free entertainment. It could be a magician. It could be a country rock star, a symphony, a juggler, just all different types of entertainment that's free. And they also do, they call it a uh, beach blanket movie night. I think Wednesday nights on the beach at 29th Street. About 8.30 when it starts getting dark, they'll do a free movie for everybody. And one thing I just heard the other day was, um, Clinice, you probably know more about this, is books at the beach. And yes. this is really unique. Um, you, you can go to our public library and for free check out a surfboard or gardening tools or like a pickleball set. 
So I had never heard of that before. And I think it's a really neat idea, creative way to get the libraries involved as well. So I was really excited to see that. Oh my goodness. And I totally did not even pay you to say that. I know. <laughs> did you say they could pick up surfboards? Yes. Yeah. Yes. At the library. At the library. At the we, library. You we can have, check it out like a book. That's exactly right. We have a program called Library of Things. And if you go to the library, if it happens to be there, you may check out the surfboard and the garden tools. There are a number of different items that are available. It was a great time for us to launch that during the summer because we know people are obviously going to be home with their kids. They're looking for things that they can do. And it's wonderful. All you have to do is have a library card. And if you don't know this, library cards are free. So <laughs> it's yet another opportunity to have that chance to discover something new and to really enjoy yourself. All of these are such great ideas. And even the books at the beach, which is really awesome. So what happens there is if you happen to be at the beach, this is sponsored by the Virginia Beach Public Library. We actually have someone on a bicycle that has books and oh, cool. people can actually take the books for free, which is just awesome. All around you are opportunities to savor and to enjoy the quote travel experience, whether it's a staycation or a vacation. So these are just great ideas, everybody. Now, as we look at summer and fall, what are some of the best times to travel in the summer and the fall? You know, abroad, um, cheapest thing to do would be maybe to try to fly, you know, on a Tuesday and a Thursday when some flights are a little bit less. Basically for summer, prices are pretty much standard. I would say that in fall, when the kids go back to school, prices do tend to change down a little bit. Somebody just said here recently that, that there is a big move in family travel now to take more than, you know, the standard is a seven-day trip. Now, even for families that kids are in school, 10 to 14 days is now not unusual at all when people are doing like Euro European travel. So that is very standard. That is so great. I know when my family and I traveled to Europe, we did something similar. And it was just, honestly, every day was an incredible adventure, but it was so worth it. We got to visit seven countries. That's a great, great tip. Something for people to think about. Scott, what do you think are some best times to travel in the summer and the fall? If you can be flexible in your dates and uh, arrival times midweek, starting that Sunday to that Thursday, Friday, that's probably best to get your best value. And uh, what my hoteliers tell me when we do group business is like, I can give you rate or I can give you date. I can't give you both. So <laughs> just keep that in mind, especially this summertime that you can be flexible and uh, maybe get a, negotiate a little bit real, better hotel rate for you. And, you know, it's not as busy in the weekday either. So that's kind of nice too. So that's, that would be my recommendation. I, you know what, I'm going to remember that. And that's easy to remember. I can give you date or I can give you rate. So uh, <laughs> that's great. Andre, what about you? Yeah, I've been hearing that scene a lot, Scott, over the <laughs> last couple of weeks. It's trying to plan group trips for my group. <laughs> uh, for me, when it comes to the, the best time to travel, I would say any day that's not a holiday. And that's mainly because rates are higher. You have a lot more activity at you know, the high destinations in regards to traffic, airports. So if you are going to travel to summer, just avoid the holidays. That's my personal opinion. And unless you have patience, when you do travel on those major <laughs> holidays, just exercise patience. 
Very, very important. So I wanted to close out our conversation talking about a list of things to think about when planning to travel. As we go throughout, regardless of if we're going to say local, if we're going to go within our state, or if we're going to go international or wherever we go, what are some things that we need to make sure are on our list to think about when planning to travel? Andre, why don't you kick us off again? If you're going to a destination where attraction is pretty popular, I recommend going like either early in the morning just to avoid the rush. Even like theme parks, for example, I recommend going early. As the day progresses, more and more people are going to show up because the weather's warmer, they've eaten breakfast, and they're ready to go. So one of my biggest tips, get your day started early. That's great. Kathy? For European travel, you need to make sure that your passport is going to be good for six months after you return home. I just had somebody that is, uh, they're going next month. They just realized that their passports were not that way. So they literally had to fly to Colorado and spend a day at a facility to expedite their passport so that they can leave in three weeks to go to Germany on their trip. So just check your passports, make sure that they're up to date or, you know, renewed. Another little tip that I've even had to learn personally, especially in Europe, outlets are not very plentiful uh, in the hotels or in the European hotels. So I have literally purchased a power strip. It's a round power strip that you can find that the cord actually wraps up inside, but it has five plugins and it also has USB ports. And I actually just keep it in my suitcase now because between your phone, your laptop, your tablet, your kids, your electric toothbrush, if you're gone for a long you know time, if you have CPAP, Everybody has so much that needs to be plugged in and there's just not enough outlets. And so I know as a little trick, I just buy one and it stays in my suitcase because I've been caught way too many times without enough plugins. That is great. Oh, this is great advice, you all. Yeah, one thing I want to add too is that I learned this from a recent international trip that I took. In addition to getting the outlets, there's actually like a surge protector also you can buy in addition that protects your plug-in devices from overheating or overburning. I had a set of clippers that overheated and I can't Uh-oh. use them anymore because of the voltage at the hotel. On that note, yeah, mm-hmm. I plugged my curling iron in, oh, oh. not knowing it supercharged my curling iron and I went to do my bangs oh, and my I, I put my bangs, it literally took my hair off oh. as I was curling. So he is, yes, get a oh. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a really, really good tip then everybody, please. <laughs> Look for the surge protectors. Scott, what about you? What are some things that we need to think about when planning to travel? Um, They've already had some great suggestions already. One thing I would add is like, look at your destination, kind of what's going on um, before you get there. Is there a major conference? I mean, if you're going to Austin, South by Southwest going on, just kind of, is there a big baseball, (laughs) football game going on? Just kind of get a feel of what's going on or is there a big march or something? So just keep those things in mind that uh, maybe that's not a good time to go or maybe that's your thing you want to do. But one thing that's often overlooked is like an emergency plan, not only for like dorms, but for your health as well. One really key thing you can do if you have a phone, you can uh, make it so you have emergency contact page. So like somebody can access that if you pass out, God forbid, but they have a a contact number on there that, that has somebody that they can call or list your medical concerns. So that's something that sometimes you just don't think about, but sometimes things happen. So just be prepared. Wow. These are all 
great things to add to your list of things to think about when planning to travel. It has been a great joy to have you all as part of the uh, Platinum Passport podcast travel team. You all have brought it every single season. <laughs> and that's been great. And I'm hopeful that as people have listened to us, they've taken the information and have been even more inspired to get out and to enjoy the opportunity to explore, to travel, to have new experiences, maybe locally, possibly within the United States, and also internationally. Having those types of experiences is really the way that we all grow and we all are exposed to new ideas and expand our thought processes and our horizons. This Platinum Passport Guest Travelogue brought to you by The Platinum Group. I can't let you go without doing our final Platinum travel log uh, with you all. So I'm really excited about that. I have some questions for you. I want to know what is your favorite summer spot? Favorite summer spot, Kathy? I'm going to have to say that my favorite summer spot is kind of where I grew up and kind of got started in the travel world. And that's Kennedy Space Center uh, in Florida. I graduated from high school and Titusville, Florida. So Cocoa Beach, Titusville, Daytona Beach, that area's home. That's where I get a lot of peace and comfort. And and I know, you know, you know, those places that you just you just know where to go, the back roads and you know, the traffic might be there, but I know how to get around it. <laughs> so. Scott, what about a favorite summer spot for you? Well, no surprise, it's the beach. Of course. <laughs> Good answer. You know, good answer. <laughs> pack a, a little wagon and a, a little cooler sandwiches and snacks for the day and your refreshments and an umbrella because you want to make sure you protect yourself from the sun. Uh, make sure you wear sunscreen and all that. But yeah, just uh, being at the beach, that's my place where I can do some soul searching and just sit back and relax and the calming of the ocean, the noise and the waves. But yeah, that's my go-to. So the beach. Oh, great. Andre? Kind of the same thing as Scott the Beach. I actually like going to, in addition to Virginia Beach, go to like Buckrow Beach or Yorktown Beach. Oh. I always like the smaller beach settings. It's not as crowded and packed. You don't have to deal with the traffic. Just like Scott, it's like my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, everybody, here we go. What is going to be your next big adventure? Or... If not your next big adventure, what are a few places on your travel bucket list? Scott, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so our next one is going to be really our first uh, extended family vacation in August. We're going up to, um, let's see, Lake Gaston. we got a little lake house oh. up there. And I have an older brother and sister. Um, and each of them have a couple kids and my kids. And we're all going to get up there and just spend some, some time together. So I'll let you know if I survive it or not, but uh, <laughs> they're all good. <It's, laughs> but no, they're fine. We don't get a lot of opportunities to get together because the kids are getting to the age or, you know, moving out of the house. So it's good we can connect still. So looking forward to that. There's no more fun than family fun. You already know there are going to be great stories that are going to be shared after that experience. <laughs> That's great. Kathy? 
Well, mine is kind of funny. I did have a bucket list trip booked. I'm uh, going to be taking was taking a cruise, a 10-day cruise out of Spain. I uh, was going to do some local spots and then spend three days off the coast of Africa. But then I found out that I'm going to be a grandmother on the day that my cruise was going to leave. <laughs> so I had to cancel that. Yes. <laughs> Family comes first, and the new memories of my new grandbaby are going to be more important. So uh, we kind of pushed that off happily. I do want to reschedule that cruise because we were totally excited. But then also, I really want to go to Tuscany and go off and see things, but come back and relax and just enjoy, you know, just to soak in the environment. And the big one is African safari. So, Ooh, I like all of those. Okay, Andre, round us out. Yeah, Kathy, you're going to love the African safari. I actually just got back from Africa last <gasps> month. It was an amazing experience. So when you go, just let me know. I can tell you all about it, who to book will. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to have to talk offline. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sounds good. As you know, I'm big into food and wine, so I'm going to actually hit up the Kohler Food and Wine Festival in October in Kohler, Wisconsin. Kohler is the company that makes like toilets, sinks, a lot of things yes. for your home. And every year they put on a huge food and wine festival. So I'm excited to go. It's been on my bucket list for several years. And uh, I can't wait to go in October. That is so great. I never would have thought Kohler, huge festival, but that's really awesome. <laughs> that's great to know. And, and Kathy, I got to come back because even though you're putting off the trip, you're still going to have a great big adventure as a grandma, which is really, really cool. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I am very excited. The next question is your best or favorite travel experience so far this year. Kathy, why don't you kick us off? Well, I haven't been able to go international, but my favorite one this year is we actually did a road trip. We wanted to stay away from airlines mm -hmm. for a while. Because <laughs> um, I've told people for a long time when you're going to fly, pack your patience and pack your lunch because... We always get a little hangry, you know, when we're hungry and there's a lot to get angry about. So so we elected to do a road trip. Stopped in Savannah or Charleston, South Carolina, Ocala, Florida, Orlando, Florida, and Satellite Beach, Florida. I have to say, I am one that tends to fly. And when you fly, you can pack maximum two bags. <laughs> it is what it is. When you pack your car, oh, I kept thinking of all kinds of things I wanted to pack. You know, kind of bringing things back home, and it, was, it really was good just to experience simple, slower things, not as, as intense or as active. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Okay, Andre. What I did was actually last month when I went to South Africa, that was a trip of a lifetime. I went to Johannesburg, <gasps> Cape Town, <sighs> and Durban. And it was good seeing each part of South Africa, how each area is so unique. Mm -hmm. And just learning the culture, the people, the food, it was just an unforgettable experience. I was there for 10 days, actually. Wow. And you did go on a safari? Yes, <gasps> yes. What did you we see? We saw Big Five. So we oh, did okay. see, oh. yeah, four. The only thing we didn't see was the rhino. Rhino? What? Yes. Oh. Oh my goodness, Andre. That sounds like a trip of a lifetime. It really was. And what about the wine? I, South Africa has some awesome wine. They really do. It's so unique from the States. I, I wanted to bring some bottles home, but we are only allowed to bring one bottle back. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Okay. You can bring more, but they tax you. 
<laughs> so you got one big, big, big bottle. Right? <laughs> that is so great. Wow, that is awesome. All right, Scott, what about you? Uh, that's a tough one to follow. I tell you, that's awesome. I know, right? I know. <laughs> Through work, I attended the Military Union Network. Um, it's a trade show for people that host uh, military unions, and they hosted it in Niagara, uh, Buffalo, and Erie area in New York. Oh. And that's the first time I've ever been up there. Oh, and wow. I was amazed by the uh, the falls. And Andrew, to your point earlier, mm. we did a little familiarization tour to tour different areas, and uh, we did the falls first thing in the morning um, because it wasn't as crowded. So it was really nice. It's kind of like you had to whole place to yourself and later end of the day we went by there it was mobs of people so it's a good point that you said to to try to adjust your schedule to go early because that really helped us out but the falls were pretty um the food were there was great i just had a wonderful time so it was really neat and i was kind of surprised i didn't know what to expect but it was one of those places that oh wow i think i'll come back so i really enjoyed it oh that's so great well Buffalo, New York has a special place in our family's heart because that's where my mom and my dad actually met, which is kind of cool. I know, fun fact. Shout out to mom and dad. All right, (laughs) so this has been really exciting. Probably over a year ago, I called each of you separately and introduced myself to some and (laughs) reconnected with others and said, I have this crazy idea. I want to do a podcast and it's called the Platinum Passport Podcast. And I felt like I couldn't do a podcast like that and not talk about travel during every season. And each of you all said, okay, I don't mind being a part of the travel panel. And I really appreciate each of you all for doing this. It has been really fun. I hope it's been fun for you, but it's been really fun for me just hearing from each of you. And I feel so gratified about the information and the resources that we've been able to share with the audience. And so our final travel log question is, what are your thoughts about being on the Platinum Podcast travel panel or what has been a a special memory, anything that you'd like to share about participating on the travel panel? I don't know who to start with, <laughs> with this question. Oh. <laughs> Andre, it seems like you're it. Everybody's funny. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> For me of this experience, I just love sharing knowledge about travel. I've been traveling before it became cool and trendy on social media. <laughs> and I want people to travel more and get those unique experiences because it's more than life than just doing your nine to five job and coming home. Yeah. I want people to get out, go explore the world and learn. And that's what travel does. So that has been the right. greatest award for me being on this podcast. And I just really appreciate you giving all of us this opportunity to share our knowledge. It's been wonderful having you. Thank you so much. Okay, Kathy, you're up next. (laughs) I agree with Andre. I mean, to be able to share our experiences and the way that you've laid it out, it's like the four of us are just chatting about travel. Mm -hmm. And everything that we've said, we're true to our hearts, we're passionate about, we're excited about. I have even learned so much, you know, just to stay local, literally your 
home backyard and your neighborhood backyard, and then make those plans. Be aware, make plans, make your budget uh, to have somebody that's got your back, especially while you're gone. You really need to cover your bases and travel advisors don't charge anything. Even if a travel advisor does charge a fee, if you have a good connection with that travel advisor, it's added insurance and you just never know. So I thank you so much for the opportunity. It's just been fun to, to share travel, travel thoughts, travel experiences, and to get to know these two guys. It's been a lot of fun. That's great. And Scott? Yeah, definitely. it definitely has been fun. I've enjoyed it. When you first approached me, Clanisa, I was like, what in the world? I have no idea. <laughs> but you've been a great host. And Andre and Kathy, it's been a pleasure meeting you and finding out more about the international stuff and, you know, the unique things. I mean, who would have thought Kohler had a wine? That's really cool, man. <laughs> but it's really opened my eyes to the areas outside our, our place and unique places to try that I'm going to, I want to. Um, but also made me dive deeper in my area, like, hey, what's really going on in our area? Things I haven't heard of before. And it kind of exposed those things. So it made me take time to kind of focus in on what I do and uh, be able to share what's going on in the area. But yeah, thank you for this opportunity. It's been fun. And I enjoyed meeting you guys and just being part of this. It's uh, it's really been interesting. I enjoyed it. So thank you. <laughs> well, thank you to all of you all. You know, we collectively have had the opportunity to just not only share information, but hopefully, you know, our tagline is destination life inspired. So hopefully we have inspired people to pursue different destinations, to think about the beauty of where they are, as you said, Kathy, right in their own backyard, but also to think about expanding that within their communities, within their state, and then even going beyond the United States and exploring what else is out there in other countries. And regardless of what it is that you do and how it is that you choose to connect and to actually begin your travel journey, I hope that our Platinum Passport Podcast travel team, uh, you'll take us with you and you'll continue to listen to these stories and you'll continue to be inspired. Thank you to the travel panel. I am forever indebted to you all and I can't wait to see where y'all go next. <laughs> take, <laughs> thank you so much, y'all. <laughs>